This Gemara and Beitzah Daf Yud Aleph, all the learning for this month, the month of Tishrei, has been generously sponsored with Chosrufu Ashlema for Shlema Benita Rachel and Mirza Shem. You should have a complete recovery very, very soon. Of course, all the Chaylim Shmuel Yosef Ben, Henny of Freda, many of Avail Chaim and Sarshlam Simon Reza Zarbas Kendal, Idibasimas Chaysar Yisrael Mendel, the Benzer Levi Shamas Navi, Shaviki Shahan Shmuel Mendila, Sinema Chanarism Chaim Asvina, Adina Edom and Shin Mendel, Sweet Baby Rodan, the Chalas Zuna, the Luba, Rivka Basta Shamas Halsim Lester, Besoisha Chalis, as well as Chashid. For Yisrochaim and Devoyer and Shemir Yabas, Razel Gittel. Rolling on the very, very bottom of Yudam and Bees. We just finished discussing, and we're actually still in the middle of the discussion between the cases and comparing the case in our Mishnah to the case of the money. And the two cases were in our mission we discussed that we're talking about designating which pigeons, which birds on the top coat I'm going to eat on Yantif. And the case was I designated three birds, three pigeons. And I came back in Yantif and I found two. And what did the Mishnah teach us? Mishnah taught us that their mother. We assume that the third one ran away, but the two that are there are the two that started off with. And the Gemara wanted to suggest this only fits with the opinion of Rabbi and not the Chachamim. Because we had a Mishnah that taught us that if I leave two mana of Meiser Shani and I come back and I found only one mana, what is the status of that one mana? Rebbe said that one mana is assumed to be Meister Shani like it began. One mana you started, one mana you left. Chamev said no. We assume everything disappeared and what's left now is all chulin. Said the Gemara, Mishnah seemingly is like Rebbe. We answered, we'll say it's really one answer which is two. The answer was that our Mishnah is discussing a case of pigeons which hop away. And therefore that's the reason why even the Chachamim could, could agree to the case of our Mishnah. We had a lengthy discussion trying to figure out why is that so. And the Gemara ended up saying that the case of the Mishnah is a case where the chickens are tied up. Tied up, As well as the money is a case where the money is the two persons, I should say, are tied together. And now says the Gemara, let's go a bit into the final, these two opinions. Rebbe again holds that what you left is there. And the Chavim said everything is chulun. Rebbe Amr Rebbe's going to tell you in the last line of Yudam and Be'ez, Kisinami, even by the wallet, Zimnim, at times, you know what happens. Moving over to Yudalif, Amin Aleph, even when, ta- even when wallets are tied together, there are times, Demis'achal Katrayu, there are times that the rope will wear away, the rope will come untied, and therefore it could be that they split up. Basically, what we're trying to figure out is, if I have two wallets tied together, and I left... Two wallets there, each one has one mana in it. And I come back and I find one mana. What do I assume? So the Chachamim make a lot more sense. Chachamim said they were tied together. Wallets don't untie each other. So it must be the whole thing was taken away. And this mana is a new mana, so it must be it's all chulin. What did Rabbi say? Rabbi said, no. Well, that assume it's the original mana. How in the world is the original mana? The wallets were tied. So in the case of the chicken, I understand. Chickens hop, 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 rip the rope and jump away. Beautiful. But in this case of the wild, how can you say it? And therefore that's what the Gemara is answering. The Mizachal Katrayu. It could be that the Napa came untied. And it could be that they got separated. And therefore it is possible, like Rebbe said, that the original mana that you left is still the mana that is here. Says the Gemara, moving on to the second case of the Mishnah. Yudalfa Menalaf on the top line. If you if you if you designated the chicken when it was in the pigeon coop and you come back and it's outside the pigeon coop outside he said it's more like a, like a porch like a little lip in front of the pigeon coop it's sitting outside so we said Asurian we assume it's a different chicken this should sound familiar we had this yesterday this is a proof to we have a debate over here. 
do we go with majority or proximity? On one hand, what would proximity teach you? Proximity should show that this chicken is the original chicken and just happened to move out onto the porch. But Roy will tell you, no, it came from the chickens of the world. And for the fact we're saying it's us, or seemingly we're going with Roy. So it says the Gemara is a riot too, Rav Hanino. Answers the Gemara, Amr Abayi, four lines on top and top. We know in the case that had like this porch, like I explained, and there were other chickens that hung out there, and therefore even the karoiv is aser, therefore it could be karoiv or roiv, and that's the reason why it is forbidden. Rav Amar Rav has a new take on this. We're about two pigeon coops, one atop another, a double decker, two floors in a house, a do- two floors in the motel. And it's needless to say, if I prepared the bottom one and not the top one, and I found it in the bottom one, and I did not find it in the upper one, meaning I prepared the bottom one, and that's where I found it, still, because it's outside of the chicken coop, it's on the porch, we say the one that you designated flew away, and then, and what's sitting over here, this is a new chicken, that's the Gemara, you know what the Chedish is. Even if I only prepared a chicken from the top one and not from the bottom one. And I come back and I find it in the Excuse me. I find it in the on the ledge in front of the top one. Yet it's a massive chiddush. It's still forbidden. Why? And we assume that the ones here climbed up. The one from the bottom climbed to the top, and that's the reason why it's forbidden because these are not the ones that he designated. That is the chiddush in our mishnah. And the mishnah concluded and said, if there are only birds aside from these, then it's all mutter. Says the Gemara, Dami, what exactly is this case? Two lines into the wide lines. If we're discussing chickens which can fly, so who cares that there's no other chickens in the vicinity? It flew away and another one flew back. We're discussing pigeons that can't fly, but rather doves that only hop around. So he came to Chamishim Amo. If there's another coop within 50 Amois, then I'll say that they hopped over. And if there's no other cane within 50 Amois, that's the case that we're going to say that everything is going to be motor. So it must be these are the original chickens. Ask the Gemara. Excuse me. This is all part of the Kasha. Of course, what's the Chiddush? Pigeons can't have more than 50 Amois. So if they can't have more than 50 Amois, then it's obvious that these were the original pigeons. So why do you have to teach me a Chiddush that they're motor? Of course they're motor. Answers the Gemara. There is another nest within 50 Amois. Okay, go in the kind of a Karen Zavis, but the other nest on a blind corner. You think maybe it hopped over? A chicken will hop as long as it can look back and see where it came from. But it'll never turn a corner because it can't see where it came from. Rashi over here, you can see, shows us a beautiful picture as you can see. There's two canes, and they're on the corner. And basically what the Gemara is explaining is that even though these two canes are within 50 amis, so theoretically it's within the, you know, the gas mileage of the chicken to hop over there, but the Mitzis says the chicken only will hop as long as it can look back and see where it came from. So that's where it goes 50. So here until you get to the corner, 
and it's look back, but he'll never turn the corner because he can't see its original home, and therefore that's the chiddush of our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, a new Mishnah. Beishami Aimim comes on Beishami and he teaches us. It is also should sound familiar. We had this yesterday. Ain't nothing is the early lekatzel abbas. You're not going to take the mortar or the pestle. To chop meat on it. But still, my tear me still says aloud. Again, we pointed out yesterday a bit of a debate. What is the history here? Is it, I mean, what level of mooks I should say are we under discussion? Is it a regular klisha machta of Isser? And Bishami is being machra even on that, or is it a higher level of mooksa? Bishami, I mean, may noise in this arl of Darsin. We also had yesterday now to put the hides in front of the tramplers. Layak Ben who can't pick it up. Ellen Kane Yeshima Kzai's boss less there's meat on it, Basil Matira Basil says it's allowed to put it down and pick it back up. Says the Gemara, what was the first case of the Mishnah using this Ellie, using this pestle to chop meat on it? Tana we learned in the Mishnah. Vishav and everyone agrees in Kotzala Basar Shasla Tazla, if you cut meat on it, you're not gonna move it. Amar Abaye comes like Abaye and Abaye says, Machloikas Baeli, Abu Bitavla Gabri, Divirikomotar. This whole debate in the Mishnah is when we have an Ellie. We have a mortar, a pestle, excuse me, which is used to crush grains. But if it's a butcher's board, which is used for meat, everyone agrees you're allowed to use it to chop, to cut the meat on it on Yant. Says the Gemara, Pshita Eli's not. The Mishnah said Eli. The Mishnah said that it's discussing a case of the pestle. Answers the Gemara, Dim, I would have thought, Who I didn't have to do, Gami Nami. I would have thought that the same exact thing applied. By the Tibur Gamra. The same exact thing applies by the chopping board. It's the same machlaik as the Bishamu. We would allow, not allow you to use it, and Basil would allow it. But Haidik Tani Ali, so why did the Mishnah say, Gizo Pesel, the Akkach, the Basil, the Afilu, Dabr, Shemlach, the Lizard, Nami, Shari? Ah, massive Chiddish. It said specifically to teach you that even this case was still says allowed. But really, it's the same debate by the butcher board. But, by the butcher's board, Bisham, he would be machmir. He would not allow it, like he does not allow the pastel. Kamash Malon, and that's the Chiddush that know that the Machlekes is only by this pastel. But when it comes to the butcher's board, Bisham agrees they allow to use it on Yantif. Way number one of learning the Gemara. Ikadiyamri, a second way of learning on Rabbi Lanitzchal, Afilu Tibre Gamri Chaditi. Even a brand new butcher cutting board. Ma'ud Tema explains the Gemara. That actually the din is that's mutter. Ma'udatema, I would have thought mimlach like davar alay. Maybe you'll change your mind. You won't end up using it. Kamash malon, they even allowed to use it on yontif. Even according to Beishamay, they disallowed and said you cannot cut on the pestle, but you can yes cut on the. Excuse me, you can yes cut on the chopping board. Says the Gemara. One second. According to what you just said, it comes out. The Beishamay are not concerned, they'll change your mind. They say you're allowed to cut on this chopping board, and we're not worried, you're going to say, yeah, forget it. I don't want to use this chopping board for my meat. But we learned in Abraham, you cannot bring the butcher and the knife to the animal, and now that I bring the butcher and the knife, one to the animal, animal to you can yes, bring it. And the price that continues, you can't bring the crusher and the spices next to the mortar. So says the Gemara, why are you not allowed to? Seemingly the reason is that Bishami are nervous that you might, once you take it, you might say, ah, oh, forget it, I'm not going to cut meat, forget it, I'm not going to chop up the, the spices. So seemingly Bishami is concerned you're going to change your mind and therefore he doesn't let you take it. But according to what we just said, Bishami is not concerned. Answers the Gemara. 
By Behima, you might come change your mind. Damar Nishbak, Hai Behima, Kichusha, Maisin Behima, Achrit. By Behima, an animal, it makes a lot of sense. You might think, ah, this animal's not worth it, it's too skinny, I'll go get a fatter one. Achrit is the Shemena, Mina. Kedera Nami, by food as well. As the Luchid Damar Nishbak, Hai Kedera, the Bai Tavlin. This dish, Nech, it needs too much spices, it's not worth the hassle. Maisin Achrit will get a new dish, Lobai Tavlin doesn't need spices. In our case, you're not going to cut up the meat. Once you shake the meat, once you shake the cow, once you shake the animal, the meat's right here. How are you not going to cut it up? There's no alternative. But if you didn't do the shechita yet, there's an alternative to say, oh, I'll get a different animal. If you didn't spice the dish yet, you can say, I'll get a different dish. But over here, you have the meat in front of you. Of course, you're going to cut up the meat. And therefore, says the Gemara, it's no comparison to the other cases. And now we continue. Beishami in the next case of the Mishnah, a noisiness are you're not allowed to put the hides in front of the tramplers on Yontif. And whereas Beisil said it's allowed, says the Gemara about ten lines from the bottom. First one line is Tana. Tana we learned in the Mishnah. Beishami and Beishami still agree. Shemalich basar litzli that you're allowed to salt meat for roasting, and you'll add a salt on top of the hides, even though when you salt something, invariably there'll be some salt that falls over the sides, and it's going to get the hide a bit salted, which of course is part of the tanning process. So even though in our Mishnah, which with, with regard to this trampling on the hides, that part of the tanning process was debate, but says the Gemara, and says this Mishnah, everyone agrees you'll add a salt, a different meat on top of it, even though the hide's going to get a bit of meat. And Amar Abayi, Abayi qualifies a bit further, Sleep. I'm like they are alive. It's only if you can roast, but not for a pot when you when you when you salt something to cook with it, you put a lot more salt says the shame. That's besides the bite, that's too far. But for roasting it's allowed. Says the Gemara, Shkayah, she does. Let's lead to that. It's out of the Mishnah, let's lead. You tell me it's only let's lead. Of course, it's out of the Mishnah. Answers the Gemara, Kamash, let me know the Chadash is. Da'afilu litzlik in Kedera, sir. If you're doing sleet like Kedera, meaning doing extra salt, it's going to be forbidden. Only pure sleet is allowed. Tanar Abanan says the Gemara in Mokhan is a chalabim in Mahakhavim, Shemem Shua, Amru Shaykhten Baruach Al Gabi Yisid, Al Shaykhten Baruach Al Gabi Yisidus. What are we allowed to do with raw meat on Yantif? Says the Gemara, in Mokhan is chalabim, you're not allowed to salt the chalab, nor are you allowed to flip them over, whereas Rabbi Shua says, no, you're allowed to spread them out on top of the pegs in order that they are exposed to the air and therefore that they don't spoil. Says the Gemara. Amar Amasta, look, Rabbi Shua, pass like Rabbi Shua, that you let it spread o- over this meat in order to prevent the, the chilev so it doesn't spoil. Gigit Yamri says the Gemara. Amar Amasta, ina lochik Rabbi Shua, we do not pass like Rabbi Shua. So machlik is whether we pass like Rabbi Shua. Now the Gemara explains. Bishlam Lamanda, Malach Rabbi Shua, Itzrich, I understand what you had to tell me we pass like Rabbi Shua, because I would have thought, Salkadai Techamini Yachav Rab, Malach Kirabim. I would have thought, I have a machlik, yes, between Ramas, excuse me, between Rabbi Yeshua and the Chachamim, of course we go to the Chachamim. So you have to tell me, by the way, we pass like Rabbi Shua. Kamash Blood, Alach Kiyachim, that makes a lot of sense. El Mandamra in Alach, according to Mandamra, says we do not pass like Rabbi Shua, but we pass like the Chachamim. Pshita, Yachim, Ram, Alach Kirabim, why do you have to tell me that? Answers the Gemara, Ma'ud, the Tema, Ma'ud, Vom, Mistav, Retaim, Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua makes a lot of sense. You know why? It's a concept that we saw yesterday. If we don't allow you to spread out this meat, what's going to happen? You're not going to shecht on Yantiv, and therefore you're going to come to minimize your Simchas Yantiv, Kamash Malan, that even with that concern, that man holds you past like the Rabbanan.
Says the Gemara, one second, that's such a great question. What's going on? Why is he, excuse me, that's the next question. First, the Gemara asks, why is spreading of the hide any different, is spreading of the chilev any different than trampling on the hide? But he came to trampling on the hide, Basil said, why is it allowed? Because if not, you're, gonna, you're not going to shecht on yantif. Whereas over here, when it comes to spreading of the chilev, one madamer said, it's not allowed. But why are you not concerned? You're not going to shecht on yantif. Meaning, the reason you just said, Mimni why is that not accurate? You said as a havamina, Kamash Blonda, we're not concerned. Why are you not concerned? Says the Gemara as we turn over to get out from a base. Why not? As we said, over there by the height, it doesn't, it's not, it's not evident to everyone because you can sit on the heights. People are going to think that the reason we allow you to do it is so it doesn't spoil. What's the difference spreading it out? What's the difference salting it? And people are going to come to think you're allowed to salt it on Yantu, which of course is not allowed. And because of that concern, that's why why we do not allow you to do it. Which means, that's the Gemara, really, regarding the concern that one might refrain from Simchas Yantif, we're certainly concerned about that. But there's another problem. In our case, we have to worry about what are people going to think. People are going to think that you let us salt the chilev, which is not allowed in Yantif. Amr of Yehuda, Shmuel, finishing up our halachas of salting in Yantif. Even if you only need one piece of meat, you, if it's the same act of salting, you can salt multiple pieces. Karma, karma, he would, uh, he was cunning, and he would salt one, and then he say, ah, I need a different one, and salt another one, and that's how he got to buy by salting multiple pieces. And of course, this is first cousins to the complicated sigma of cooking extra yantif. If it's in one pot, it's allowed. To put up an extra pot, it's not allowed. Similar, like we see over here, that if it's going to be one act of salting, it's going to be allowed. Says the Mishnah, something else that we saw yesterday. You're not to move those trees. You're not to move those window shutters. You can return them. And again, these are these boots that they had these shutters. They took down the shutter and they light it down. They used it to put their stuff on top of it. So Beishami says, you're not allowed to take them down. So Beishel says, you're allowed to take it down, lie it down, and as well, put it back up. Says the Gemara, <clears throat> My treason. What is treason? Run your from the base, the top of the Amr, the starting the Gemara. My treason. What does it mean? What type of shutters? Amr Ula treason chanuyais, referring to the shutters of stalls, boots that are movable. Va'amar Ula. And Ula came along and explained. On this din, the three times that because of what will happen, the ultimate eventuality, we allowed to do something initially. And these are the three cases. Hopefully, these should sound very familiar. As we just finished discussing a moment ago, that we allowed you to trample on the heights because we're afraid if not, one's not going to shechta yantem and he's not going to have the proper simchas yantem, not going to have the proper food. And as well, this case of the window shutters that we're afraid you're not. We'll see what you're afraid of, actually. We'll leave that for a moment. The Gemara is going to explain. But Chazeres, but Chazeres, she let her put back a bandage on a coin in the base of Megdash. And Rechava adds in a fourth case that if one began, if you opened up your barrel, or you began with your dough during the Yantif. Then you let it continue. Falim with Rabbi and this goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Yudah, Damar Yigmar, they let it finish up even after Yantif. So four different cases that we allowed the 
because of an eventual issue, we allow you to do it at first. The first case, we already learned. The first case was trampling on the meat. We allow you to do that because if not, one is not going to shechlin yantif because he's not going to get any of the hides. So we allow you to do that. Case number one, like we saw on the top of the Amit. Case number two is our Mishnah, which we're discussing right now, is returning the window shutters. And now we have, then we have three other cases, something about a bandage of a kain in the base of Egdash, something about opening a barrel and something like that on yantif and after yantif, which... The Gemara is going to elaborate on. So says the Gemara, let's go through all three, which is four. Arl of Darsin Danino. We learned that in a Mishnah. Why do you have to teach it to me? We just learned that a few minutes ago. Answers the Gemara, that You would think you know it's allowed, it's just because you could sit on the heights. But Nami. And therefore, even if you shakl an Arab Yantif, one might think the permission to step on it is because it's fit to step on, it's fit to sleep on it, excuse me, it's fit as a cushion. Kamash Mulan, that's not the reason. But rather, they're only allowed to do it if you shakl an Yantif for the reason that we're afraid you're going to not shakl an Yantif. But it's not if something was shakl an Arab Yantif, and the reason is not because it can be used as a cushion. That was case number one. Case number two, which are missing the trees. Explains the Gemara. Like we mentioned, you would have thought that maybe the reason we still allows you to return those window shutters is because there's no problem building with utensils. And if you're going to come to return the window shutters, even on a house, which of course is an Isadaraisa, opinion Bikarka, returning a window that fell out of the Daraisa. Kamash Malan, that the reason is they were safe from Misham. Tchilas, that the reason is allowed is because of the potential issue. Now, what's the issue? And therefore, excuse me, the Chanu is in the bottom line. And therefore, only in a store, because we're afraid people aren't going to open up the stores, you're not going to have enough food to buy. And therefore, but it's only a din by Chanu, it's by a store and not of a house. That is case number. Two says the Gemara. What is case number three? Explains the Gemara. Chazeres retiyah b'mikdash. On the first white line, you let it return a bandage in the base of mikdash. Explains the Gemara. Nami tanina. We also learned that in the Mishnah. Machzir retiyah b'mikdash. A straight Mishnah that says you let it return the retiyah, the bandage in the base of mikdash. Avloy b'mitina, but not outside of the base of mikdash. Answers the Gemara. Why are you allowed to put on this bandage which involves some sort of Isidrabanan? You would have thought the reason is because there's a concept, there's no Shvost and there's no Drabanans. We wave the Rabanans in the base of Megdash. And therefore, Afilu You would think any Kayin, if he has a bandage, he's allowed to put it on. Even if he's not serving the base of Megdash. You know why it's allowed? Because of the base of Megdash, we wave the Rabanans. That's what you would think. So because of that, we explain that the reason we allow it is because we permit, because of the end result, that what? But it's only if one is going to do the Abayda. That's when we allow you to do it because we're afraid you're not going to uh, serve the base of Mingdash appropriately. But not if someone is not serving, a kind who's not working currently. He's not allowed to return the bandage. And the fourth and final case says the Gemara in the fourth white line, opening up the barrel as well. If you open up a barrel and you start with a dough, start to sell it. You're allowed to 
You're allowed to continue selling it afterwards. Again, we're talking about selling food to those who come to be idle regular to the base of Hikdash. So if you started selling it on Yantif, you let it continue selling it. But you cannot continue selling it. So why do we have to say this thing again? Now, first of all, what, what, what are we discussing? What we're discussing over here is, is Amaratsim, we know that any food in Amar it's such as we assume is Tame. Because Amaratsim are not careful with their hands, etc. Yet, there was a special din that when they sold the wine by the other Regalim, when they sold the breads, they did not have to be concerned that people who would walk by might touch it. But special din, a special weaving of this Takana for the other Regalim. So says the Gemara, that's where Yudha says it's allowed. And once you start, we allow you even to sell it after Yontif. Whereas the Chachamim say, no, you're not allowed to sell it after Yontif. Says the Gemara, so why do we have to teach this thing? Explains the Gemara of the team I would thought Thomas Amaris Beregel Kitaira Shavi Rabbanan. Maybe the mechanics of how it works is that Chazal decided that the hands of an Amaris during Yantif are like their tar. And they're right, I don't care what they do, it's all mutter. And therefore, and even if you didn't start selling it, but yet an Amaritz touched your stuff, you would still think it's allowed. Why do you think it's allowed? Because the hands of an Amaritz during Yantif do not have a din of Tama. Kamash Mlan, that the whole reason is that they are Zemishan The only reason is they're afraid you're not going to sell them and people who come to the Regal will not have food, but it's only if you began selling, but not if you did not begin selling. And we conclude with the Gemara that says, Huh? Why did Ula say this fourth case? The case of Rechava, the case of selling the food to either Regalim, says Ula. But look to like Amari. I wasn't talking about cases of our, our debate. Says Mar, one second. These are also Machlaik as Beisham and Beisel. Says the Gemara, the famous line Beisham and Bimaka Beisel, Ainai Mishnah. Beisham and the place Beisel is not a Mishnah. It's not called as if there's even a Machlaik as. And therefore, says the Gemara, that's why Ula only listed those three Rechava added on the fourth. Those were the four cases that we are allowed. Why? Because of an eventual issue. Because we're afraid you're not going to come to have Simchas Yantif. We're afraid you're not going to sell enough food to either a Gullim. We're afraid you're not going to open up your shop. They're afraid the coin is not going to work in the base of Igdash. Because of that eventuality, we allowed to do something at first. We allowed you that the, the food is not Tomei. We allowed you to return the bandage. We allowed you to open the windows shutters. But that's the reason, explains the Gemara. And not because of the Mishnah. If we didn't know this reason, we come to make a mistake. We think even if you didn't start selling. We would think even if you're not working in the base of Mikdash, we're thinking even if it's the window shutters in your house. And therefore, each of these cases, Ula and by extension, Rechav had to teach us that the reason is because we'll pick up from Mastisa Dloiki Aitana Mirtashem tomorrow.